Hello and welcome to the MN Hockey Life Podcast. Michael Sunday, David Rummel, here to talk about Minnesota hockey, promoting and highlighting players in the state, especially the top prospects. Dave, how you doing? Good. Did you get to watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I had it on in the background. What'd you think? Yeah, good game. Wanted uh, Burrow to pull it out. Didn't happen, but wasn't super impressed with the commercials. No. Uh-uh. I didn't I didn't partake this year in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Didn't watch it. I thought the halftime show just okay. Ooh. It's a hot take. Yep. Everything I saw on Twitter is it's... Oh. First Star Wars, everything else mixed into one big ball of greatness. No. And then there was the Prince, you know, Prince fans. No, not as good as the, not as good as the Prince halftime and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I saw, I saw Snoop smoking weed before the show. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds about right for, for the halftime show. Mm-hmm. So no, did watch Puppy Bowl. And? Very impressed. Snoop was the host of that with Martha Stewart. Nice. Watched that. Enjoyed it. Um, very close game. Uh, Super Bowl, like I said, I was going to go down to watch some boot hockey instead. That's how much the Super Bowl interests me. Hmm. Didn't get around to it, though. Uh, yeah. Hockey this week was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're going to talk about Ty Hansen and Hermantown. Uh, Jackson Rude of Park Cottage Grove. We were each there for that game um, against Creighton on Tuesday. Uh, we have some commitment news, a couple records that have been broken in on uh, individual teams in high school hockey. We're also going to talk about uh, agility uh-huh. and how it um, can help hurt a hockey player. Uh, first, we're going to talk about the commitment news, and that's Caden Casey of Andover going to St. Lawrence. Nice. C2 is what they call him, Dave. Mm-hmm. That's what they call Caden K- Casey. Yeah, he's going to St. Lawrence. What state is uh, St. Lawrence in? Uh, New York? Yes. Impressive. What conference? Uh, East Coast something or other? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm giving it to you. ECAC. Good job. Small school. 2,000 students. This year they're 7, 15, and 6. They like to tie. Nice. Um. Yeah, 2,000 students. We have high schools bigger. Kind of cool, though. Small mm-hmm. school feel. You, I don't know. The things I've watched online with St. Lawrence, not, not too full of an arena, small arena. A um, couple Minnesotans on that squad, Luke Erickson, former Woodbury captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Cameron Buell. You got that. Who, yep. Where from? Is that uh, South St. Paul? Yes. Four years at South St. Paul. Yep, he was one of my favorite players to watch back in high school. Still has it. Mm-hmm. He still has it. Has great, uh, great arsenal of offensive mm-hmm. weapons with him. Fun to watch. So, yeah. So he'd be. I don't know if he'll be joining those two, but those are the two Minnesota Minnesotans on the team right now. Mm-hmm. So, congrats to him. That's huge. And over, he's the leading scorer. He has 17 goals, 38 assists in 25 games. So, 55 points in 25 games. Uh, Good playmaker, mm-hmm. uh, very shifty. Yep. Fun to watch. And 
probably one of the big reasons why Andover is where they're at right now. Coming into the season, you thought, or at the end of the last season, excuse me, you probably thought maybe they'd be a little bit uh, thin up front with mm-hmm. some top-end players, and then after that, depth goes away. But he definitely helps that. He came over from Elk River. Yep, I've only seen Andover play once this year, and really looking forward to see Gavin Thorson and watching the game. Came away impressed with Caden Casey. Yeah. Uh, that was You went to the Creighton game right around Christmas, right? Yep. The, and they upset Creighton. Um, and Creighton, obviously, is a team that can disrupt a lot of offenses. Uh, they're one of the top defensive teams in the state and offensive teams. Obviously, they're number one. They're good on both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's shift right into that. Uh, we were both there, and we've seen Creighton a lot this year. I've been kind of a, uh, a jinx to them. They, they've played poorly in a lot of the games I've went to. Um, it was good to see everybody kind of rolling against Parker Cottage Grove on Tuesday. It was senior night. It was an impressive performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really threw a lot of pucks on the goaltender. Um, who stood out to you most for Creighton uh, in that game? Probably screw up his name, but uh, Simon Hogue. Yes, Simon Hogue. He is, I think in each game I've seen, I come away with such a smart player. His mm-hmm. hockey sense is, is great. Smaller defender, but he doesn't play like it. No. And such a good skater. And you've kind of alluded to how I've really liked some of the smaller players and defenders this year. Mm-hmm. And he's a great example where... If you see him in the lineup, you see him in the starting lineup, and you don't know Creighton, you mm. might be quick to judge on his that player's ability. Um, but he very mistake free. Yeah, good good passer. Likes to break it out of the zone, and I just enjoy watching him. But that Creighton team just comes at you. Jeez, mm. it's just line after line. Their fourth line, who do, barely plays, they still go out there and, and, and mix stuff up when they when they're able to. Uh, Attila Lippi. Mm-hmm. Lippy, Lippy. Um, every game I've watched this year, he has just been on fire. Mm-hmm. Puck control, creating, very effortless strike, and go around the around the defenseman. He can kind of burrow his way in between the defenders, kind of find a, a scoring opportunity that way. Sets up his uh, Teammates, and he's he's one. He's number fifteen. If you're you're going to be watching, everybody's going to be watching probably Crete here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but definitely keep an eye out uh, for number fifteen. Uh, anybody else? Uh, Colton Jameson. That's another one that mm-hmm. um, I think has shown nice progression. University of Saint Thomas commit had a lot of lot of steam, a lot of speed. Had a couple end to end rushes. Um, hasn't been rewarded as much as uh, I would like this year, but mm-hmm. looked very good. Um, so with Creighton, number one rank, they've kind of been holding steady for a few weeks here. Park, I mean, they had the early lead on them on Mm -hmm. Tuesday and held their own for a little bit until the floodgates kind of, kind of broke. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the reasons for Park's success this year, they have a winning record. They've kind of switched things around the last year. I think it was, they've improved by a goal a game from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big reason for that is Jackson Rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Jackson watching him? Enjoyed seeing him play. Uh, 
offensively gifted. I think the only knock on him is uh, not the biggest guy, sort of slender, but potential's there. Yeah, and he had nice puck control, uh, distributes the puck well. And I think in, what, he was ranked 10th in assists, I think? 10th in the state in assists. And that's double A and A of, I mean, 140-some teams, as we always talk about. That's pretty impressive if you're 10th as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Park this year, last year they averaged 2.3 goals per game, up to 3.7 this season. So very impressive. Uh, Rude has six goals, 36 assists, 42 points. Leads all freshmen in scoring. Mm-hmm. And I think I checked that like three days ago. So if there's some, you know, A kid that scored 10 points, I I apologize to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but he makes it fun, I, and he's really bringing some energy to that park team. And it's giving him a, a chip in a chair. Yep. Uh on to some of the games that you went to. You your your profile this week was, was full. You um you had many games, mm-hmm. stockpiled a bunch. Uh what stood out to you in action around the state? Uh first time I got to see uh Lakeville South in person. Came away impressed. What'd you think of Lutke? Uh pure hockey player. Great shot. He wasn't playing basketball? No. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The the big takeaway I had with uh, Lutke is his uh, stopping and starting, mm-hmm. and his overall ability to feed his uh his teammates without orchestrating the play. Mm-hmm. He's so good at just so many times during a Lakeville South game, he's doing the unexpected. Mm-hmm whether it's something behind the net, stops, you think he's going to go around, nope, no look pass to the back. And it, it, it's, it's a common for him, very good speed. And Lakeville South, another team that you look at their defense and you think, well, there's no one, there, there's no Mr. Hockey on there, mm-hmm. um, no top scores, but they, they still get it done. Mm-hmm. And the goaltending? Liked it. Solid. You have some stats for him? I, not in front of me, David. I, uh, I think he had six out of seven games where he had a shutout. Mm-hmm. Um, I could look that up. I do have a computer in front of me, but you know how it gets. Yep. <laughs> Typing gets a little. <laughs> no, Lakeville South, um, their overall team defensive play, and the ability to create some offense from the back end. Um, Jackson Ernst, another young guy, mm-hmm. will be the future of this team coming up. Uh, they're going to be exciting to watch here come sections. I'm very yeah. excited. And I guess big thing there is section they're coming from, it's probably will come down to them playing Lakeville North to get into the tournament. Yeah. And you any, never know, but – Yep. And, and we talked about their solid defense. Uh I think offensively, once they're in the tournament, they could give any team fits. Yeah, and and they've obviously they've been there before, so. And goaltender Hoke sprung. Uh, 
great kid, great goalie. Uh, way back when, saw him playing for some magicians team up in Duluth. He was one of the top players there, and great to see have him having more success. I think once you need to get into the tournament, and I've said it before, you need a top line. Needs some sort of you know stud on defense, and a goalie that can either come up with timely saves or carry a team for a period or two when they're not playing well. And then, you know, you could win with that. Yeah, and Lakeville's been obviously putting up a lot of wins lately. Uh, his overall numbers. Let's see here. Fifteen and three. 1.5 goals against average and a 927 saves percentage, six shutouts. Mm-hmm. And they've played against some pretty good competition. Um, I think they just did have a back-to-back with Egan. Obviously, that's not it. Um, and then for the six shutouts, it was, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, five and six games mm-hmm. with uh, the lone game being against Shakopee where there's four goals against. We've covered Shakopee plenty. Should, mm-hmm. we, do, should we go into that again? Mm. Let's move on. Move on? Okay. Well, this this week, we'll move on. Um, Hermantown, obviously, we've watched a bunch of. Uh, Ty Hansen. Mm-hmm. Candidate for Mr. Hockey next year, if he stays? Yep. What's your favorite aspect of Ty Hansen's game? Probably carrying the puck, puck control. You know, he can just go end-to-end, obviously gifted offensively, and, you know, I think probably underrated defensively. And he's just exciting to watch. And I guess the big thing is, you know, there's some players out there that might have, you know, higher-end potential, so to speak. But with him, you're seeing the results now. And it bodes well for his future as well. Yeah. He, I look at his shot in its top 5%, I'd have to say, in, in high school. He does everything right with it. Um, it's hard. It's heavy. It's accurate. It's quick. He can do it in a lot of different variations. Um, and like I said, that accuracy and on net is huge. He has 14 goals so far this season, and that kind of surprised me where it's not higher. Mm-hmm. But he does take a lot of pride, you can tell, in his defensive responsibility, which I love. Mm-hmm. And he has that presence. He just commands the ice, really en- eliminates scoring opportunities from opponents. Great on the boards. Favorite thing is his battles in front of the net. Really clears out, really muscles the players out of there. Gets a stick up has that stick and lifts opponents so there's no cheap tips or anything like that out front. Mm-hmm. One of the more impressive things, the little things that you, that are done during a game where you really can uh, go on, it goes unnoticed for the most part, and it leads to the ultimate success for Hermantown. Yeah, but I guess the big thing, too, is you have to look at the level of competition. I know we can debate about the single-A, double-A thing for Hermantown. They're playing quality teams and he's still putting up great numbers. Yeah, yeah. I one of the more difficult schedules, right? Of mm-hmm. anybody. I don't 
I know Grand Rapids has had some, and some of the city teams have obviously loaded up their schedules, so they're very different. It's different than the old days where you'd play your conference and then just kind of hang out. More people are wanting to have those big marquee matchups. Um, and Hermantown's game schedule this year has been, they have had Benilde, uh-huh. Hill, Wyzetta, Creton, Eden Prairie, War Road, Maple Grove, St. Thomas. Uh-huh. They're going to finish up here against Grand Rapids. I mean, that's, that's elite. They're uh-huh. playing the best, and they're they're putting it, they're scoring at a high rate, and they're right there with Creton with about a goal and a half a game allowed. Uh-huh. Ty Hansen's a huge reason for that, but they're deep. Uh-huh. There's guys you, you barely ever hear their names. Especially in the in the hockey circles, on you know, if you're on Twitter, if you're listening to some of the different podcasts, you just don't hear them. Kohansky, mm-hmm. I think he might be their leading goal scorer, but you don't really hear much about him. Mm-hmm. But he's such a good role player. Bo Janzig, yep, he's solid. He's good. Mm-hmm. Don't hear much about him. You know, a lot of it's focus. Hansen gets his attention, but around uh, the plants, yep. obviously. But Wyatt Carlson. Uh, Dallas View, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't stop. They're so deep. Mm-hmm. So, well, and even after this year, you start looking to the, to the future years, and we've talked about their Bantam AA team have a couple couple sparks down there that will really help them mm-hmm. to reload. We, we say this without knowing who will come back, who will go play different places, but the future looks bright for them right now. It looks really good um, this year. Them or War Road, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to break out this, Dave. I got something in the mail this week. Oh, my. Yeah. So, uh, whoops. Um, it's the black War Road number one jersey. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful jersey. Yep. Uh, not Don't know what year it's from. I didn't ask when, when they sent it. I probably should have. But, you know. I got the goalie cut number one, and this thing is huge. <laughs> and you're not a small man. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, this thing's big. Uh, so I don't know if it, it was uh, Fluinski's or or whose it is, but um, beautiful, beautiful War Road jersey, and look forward to hanging that up here. And I'm going to start reaching out to, to other other spots. See if you can get some more jerseys to represent. Mm-hmm. No two rivers, but I'm gonna, I was going to check if they have any of the Sibley jerseys left. Or I so they tore those up for rags, didn't they? <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, yeah, Ty Hansen, Hermantown, definitely ones to watch. Absolutely outstanding player, um, and. Going through the top juniors this year, if they come back, he'd be he'd be up there, in my opinion, as one of the top uh, for Mister Hockey next year. Um, so many, so many good players coming back. Uh, so it'd be tough, Mister Hockey this year. We we've we've touched on that and who we thought would be, you know, Max Strands on our list. Uh, Easton Young, I think you got to put up there. Damon Gardner. Uh, Alex Bump, 
Joey Del Greco, Dylan Godbout. We can go on and on about that. But definitely next year, there's there's Sam Ronaldo from Rogers, Harper Bentz. Go on and on. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to we'll have to get a list out on the website of our top picks for next year. Do it early. Yep. Because I did it last year for for state tournament this year, and that's Creighton. So I'm still holding to it. Um, a parent contacted me and asked what, you know, they wanted a, a scouting report on their son. Mm-hmm. And they said, we want constructive criticism. We want to know what he can work on. Um, so I went and watched him. Good player, good size. Uh, he's an 06. Um, a lot of good puck skills. But through watching my notice that his agility or ability to move through the zone was lacking. Mm-hmm. Often a uh, shoulder into him, uh, slow movement to get off to the side. And so I kind of thought, you know, well, he needs work on his agility. Mm-hmm. And even as um, a coach, scout, fans, anybody, player, what the, is that natural? Is it something you can work on? Is it something? So I, I started checking out, and I f- found a website, hockeytraining.com, mm-hmm. pretty common website people use to look up different aspects of the game. And I came across an article from Dan Gamer. And if I could switch my name, can I switch it to Dan Gamer? Sure. Sounds more legit. <laughs> Sounds real, right? That's like, oh, it's from Dan Gamer. Um, it's an it's a article on agility. And it goes over kind of just the mental and physical aspects of agility. Very interesting read. Um, I sent it to you. What were your thoughts on it? Uh, big takeaway is I think agility is something you can develop. But uh, article pointed out uh, certain things you're going to see sort of like immediate growth in. But agility is something that's going to sort of trend up slower. So other skills you'll see more tangible results earlier, but agility will come with time and training. Kind of the slow burn. Yep. Um, so teaching that in the past and watching it being taught at different practices through the years, um, it's a lot of the line up at the blue line, up to the red line stop, backward the blue line, down to the to the end boards, to the right, to the left. Sometimes the coach is out there at the stick going what direction. Everybody has to go. Everybody can be, don't even have to be on a line. Just follow the coach's stick. A big thing that they point out, at, and this is way above my pay grade that I know anything about, but is the kind of the cognitive mm-hmm. thoughts that go into the, uh, agility and how your brain, mental obviously, and your uh, physical abilities kind of needed to connect on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during coaching that you have to switch it up and make your mind work for it. So if it's something like, you know, go to the opposite way of what I point. So you're having to actually put something in, um, writing markers on the, on the ground, you know, ice that will pick it up. No problem. And telling players to go to a number, hit this, hit the next number and just making a variety. So it's not muscle memory that you're doing with the activity, but putting more into using your brain and having to react. Mm-hmm. Very good article. We'll put it in the, in the 
uh, comment section. It's hockeytraining.com agility. Great. And for some reason, anytime where I'm kind of watching a player and they're having problems with agility, mobility, moving around, always seem to getting bumped or and you watch them and they're like that such a, a good skater um i kind of compare them to well recently i mean uh jacob margaret for holy angels mm-hmm. just because his mobility and agility is on a different level yep it's like he's playing a video game mm-hmm. or i'm playing the video game and in controlling that's how fluid his movements are and how quickly he can get to one point and another um, in the article, they talk about players' top speed. They might not reach that in the game mm-hmm. once, a top speed, but more of uh, sideways and back and forth and the importance of that. So important read, and it should be something that's studied by all players and coaches. And the coaches to take uh, drills and make this just kind of a norm during their practice so the players have this, they can build on it. Um, one of the more, most important aspects of of the game is agility and mobility and so just an interesting reading just something i'd throw out there for for people to look at and uh, just be aware of it Um, obviously there's players that are going to have their success no matter what they do Mm -hmm. they naturally have it they don't need to work on it and then there's the players that uh, could use the extra work so it's one of those as Mm -hmm. a scout you try to look at someone who's a maybe a 2007 or a larger player and you're noticing they're having the problems getting through the zone, moving, and you have to make that, is that a growth spurt? What point are they at in their development? Or is it just overall bad agility that can't be worked with? That's that's a thing too where it's just that player's just never going to get it because of the way they use their edges and all that. So just an in- interesting aspect. Right, and then for me as sort of not coming from a – scouting background you look at a player and certain players have it and certain players don't sort of like hockey sense where you just look at a player and well that kid's special but then when you break down white wall then you start getting in the specifics and it opens up a whole new world and reading the article you know part of it is you can work on some of the things part of it is well it is sort of natural ability where certain kids are just better at some things than others, but it's something you can work on. Yeah, and what it comes down to, especially when you're, a lot of times you're trying to put this into a young mind, a young player, um, do they want to? Mm-hmm. Is this what they wanted? You know, I got approached a couple times just last week about people asking, what should I do for the summer? What, what programs? Well, what programs do your kids want to get in? Obviously, you're not giving them a sucker and going out and playing the playground every day. But do they want to play other sports? Do they want to do other things, not just play hockey? The, get the skates on as much as possible and have it be fun and have, the, have them get used to that. I think it's going to be more of a natural feel. That's why you see all these legacy players, because mm-hmm. they're out at practices. The best thing is those coaches that bring their bring their younger kids out to practices for the what they're coaching mm-hmm. and just being on the ice and not, not having that overall, you know, drill after drill after drill. You're doing this, you're doing that. Mix them in, mm-hmm. keep a lot of them for the hockey season, keep it fun, but to just beat them and 
<laughs> playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll put that on there. It's uh, it's exciting. It's 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 a it's a fun read, especially if you're into uh, coaching development and just aspects of the game. But I don't really think you know that's one where I had to think of it. We watch hockey twenty four seven. Um, couple records that were broken this week. Um, Barrett Hall of Gentry. We talked about him last week and his outstanding ability to shoot the puck, move the puck. Uh, great player. Um, 20 points in his last four games, 24 points in his last six. He's the all time leading scorer at the Gentry Academy. Relatively Mm -hmm. new, but still, uh, they're what is it? This their fourth or fifth year into uh, their high school program, something like that. And you know he's been there from the start, and congratulations to him. That what a huge accomplishment. He's nearing, I think, two hundred points for his career. Mm-hmm. And when you're you know putting up twenty in four games, that's uh, they've been having some shootouts lately. Saturday yep. was a, a I think eight seven seven six to Hudson. Yep. Uh, and Blake Lewick of Spring Lake Park is their record holder with 38 goals this season. Mm-hmm. It's an all-time high for Spring Lake Park, so very impressive. All the players that have went through that program, he's number one. That's a huge, huge accomplishment to take with you. Um, some congratulations to him. Dave, did you have any other uh, things you wanted to talk about? You saw a lot of hockey uh, kind of round things out of this week? Uh, I was sort of uh, on the fence about... Uh Sam Renzel from Chaska. I know other people are sort of drooling over him and the potential. And got to see him play against uh, Benild this weekend. And started to drink the Kool-Aid a little bit. Where was down at ice level taking pictures. And he's impressive. You know, size, you get a better feel for it from, you know, down ice level as opposed to watching or taking pictures from the stands. And one thing still stands out is just skating. Yeah. And, you know, that can't be underrated. No, and it's not. And that, you know, everybody that watches him, it, it's it's a beautiful thing the way he goes around the ice. Yeah, he's so fun to watch. And um, as far as the Kool-Aid goes, pour me a cup. Yep. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, he gets more impressive. And we forget he's a junior as well. Mm-hmm. Um, such a fun player to watch. And makes Chaska fun mm-hmm. to watch. Just that whole area. We're going to watch uh, Chanhassen this week. At least I'm going to Chanhassen. Uh, and all the players that come out of that Chaska-Chanhassen youth program, congrats to them for having a, just a, a phenomenal program and it's it's all the talk now. Mm-hmm. It's so common. So, and another phenomenal program I'd like to touch on. Uh, also got to see the Shattuck fourteen U oh, team. Yeah. Play. Yes. That's an impressive team. The the U fourteen in Shattuck usually is right. Yep. But yeah, fun team. Yeah. Uh, who was your favorite to watch? Uh, I know the big gun there is number eighteen Obo Bifo. Uh, you know, nice job on the name. Yep. That's uh, a tough, that's a tough one. <laughs> strikes me as like a power forward with skill, you know, 
maybe not the smoothest skater and a lot of his, you know, tremendous size. So, I don't know, he sort of looks a little chunky out there, so to speak. Well, that jersey's tight. Yeah. I mean, because he must be about, what, 6'1", 190 for a U14. Yeah, and, yeah, he's a, he's a nice player. Yep, and then one sequence, picked up the puck, started driving to the net, had two guys hanging all over for him, used his side to shield the puck away from them, went to the net. It was a little, excuse me, tap-in goal. Super impressive, though. So there's some skill there. He's putting up huge numbers. Uh, player, I really came away. Yeah, he has, sorry to interrupt you, uh, 40 goals, 47 assists, 87 points in 46 games. Mm-hmm. Leading scorer on the team. And, you know, some people might say, well, is he just a bigger kid that's taking advantages of his size now? I'd say no. And they were playing a Green Bay team that had some giants out there. At first I thought, are they playing like a high school team? <laughs> But so, you know, it's not just a knock that he's playing smaller players. You know, power forward body with skills. Uh, one kid I came away super impressed with was number eight uh, out of Minnetonka, Will Bell. Yeah. A uh, lot more dynamic player and still great size, great speed, rocket of a shot all over the ice. Just a fun player to watch. They're all fun. Mm. And um, Gavin Core, yep. instant offense. He's fun. Smaller player. Uh, very dynamic as well. Mm-hmm. Great passer. Uh, great stick. You know, as I talk about every week, puck skills and uh, puck control. And he can do it. Um, see him, even compared to last year, getting stronger on his skates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not watched him a lot. We plan on going on there this week again. Um, another one, Mason Mason Fleece. Yep. Another great player on that team. You, I think you can just go down that. It's kind of like the U14 from last year with Eisman, Park, mm-hmm. Celebrini, Skahan. Uh, you, you know, the whole team. You can just go yep. down the whole damn thing. And then another Minnesota kid, defenseman, number six, I think Hager. Super impressed with him. Uh lined up with number four, I forget his name, but tremendous duo back on defense. And then we haven't really touched on uh, Lucas Sachin. Yep, Sachin. Ran the point on the power play, super skilled. I think maybe a little taller than his, I think it's his brother, right? Yep. I think he's a little taller, but still, you know, slender, but coaches trust him. Penalty kid. Penalty kill power play. And, you know, sky's hmm. the limit, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one that you kind of take the roster um, and look at it maybe in five, six years where it's going to be like, that was a that was all on the same team? Oh, boy. Uh, but, and, and they have Nabokov's kid, too, Evgeny Nabokov. Yep. On the team. Small. Small player. Um, I guess one last thing I know I've touched on it before, but that West St. Paul beat him. No. <laughs> oh, because they did just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, but, uh, Shattuck, I think it's the underutilized or underviewed sort of gem for hockey. 
where, you know, easy drive from the cities. You know, on the weekend, you can catch a couple games and best snack bar cafe important. at a hockey arena. It's important. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'd make a special trip down there for the pistachio muffin. Really? Yes. Impressive. No, it is a great spot. It is a great spot to go. Um, and you can usually catch about four or five just solid hockey games. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get back to that West St. Paul beating them. And then West St. Paul, who did they defeat this week? Yesterday. Tell me. Moorhead. Wow. Number one team in the state. So they probably beat the number one team in the nation. And then number one team in the state, Bantam AA. Sounds like we got a homer talking here. <laughs> you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I know they're all St. Thomas kids. I'll mm-hmm. still take it. Anyways, Dave, we better we better wrap this up. Um, unless you have anything else. Uh, nope. All right. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter, MN Hockey Life. Uh, a lot of stats, a lot of prospect talk. Um, hit up the DMs if you want to chat or try to find us at, at games we're usually around <laughs> if our swag would ever come in <laughs> all right thanks for listening bye-bye